Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time, not from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, instead from Nissan Stadium. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, since 1983, providing you award-winning customer service and the best in quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Of course, DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A to Z Sports is how you get in on all the action, whether it's the NFL, college football, the NBA, or everything in between. Promo code A to Z Sports. Uh, we can talk about uh, we can talk about, of course, getting in your comfort zone with Brimac Mechanical satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. And if you are in the market for your dream address. Without the stress, you know that you can trust the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and A to Z Sports Primetime, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Okay, so this was a bad loss. This was a terrible loss. This was as bad a loss as they've suffered all year long. But I'm going through this today. And as I'm writing my post-game column and as we're talking, uh, as we're talking to Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill, Kevin Byer, Jeff Simmons, a bunch of the guys that they brought out to speak with us during our media availability, you know, I came away thinking like, yes, Ryan Tannehill, five or uh, excuse me, not five, four interceptions. Let me not make it worse than it was. Four interceptions, five total takeaways because Chester Rogers lost a fumble. There was a lot of gross stuff happening on this field today. And really, a lot of it was gross and happening for the weather, even had a real tangible effect. So Ryan Tannehill was the worst of it. And I'm not going to make excuses for Ryan Tannehill, even though I do not believe him to be the larger problem. Uh, Dwayne Holiday on Facebook Live says, Buck, love my team, but damn, just damn. Yeah, and, and here's, here's my thing, like, I get why you feel that way. Truly, I do. Um, and as I said, I'm not going to make excuses for your football team at all today, other than to say that at some point, I felt like this was going to happen. Now, I didn't think it would happen against the Houston Texans, but I thought that there would be some kind of a stumble. I never thought that they were going to run the table the rest of the way, right? I don't think any of us did. I don't think anybody who's realistic about the style of football that you're watching and what the offense can or cannot do without Derrick Henry and saying, all right, they're run the table at this point. It's just not realistic. But I did not think that it would look as bad as it did today. Now, what I'm going to ask you guys in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, your Two Rivers Ford take, what or whom is most to blame for the Titans' loss to the Texans today? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, on Twitch. We can talk about it together. What was the worst or whom was the worst part of the Tennessee Titans loss to the Texans today? We'll talk about it over the course of the next few minutes. You'll hear from Ryan Tannehill momentarily and some questions that I uh, I and the rest of our Titans media friends were asking of him in the post-game press conference. Let me know in the comments section. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford's never going to let you down. They have not let anybody down in middle Tennessee since 1983, and they didn't even let people down in 83 because that's when they started the business 
in Mount Julian. Two Rivers Ford is one of the most respected brand names in the state. They support the local community. They support the local sports teams. They support you in your endeavors to find the vehicle that bets best fits your family's wants and, of course, your budget. They're there to serve you first and foremost, which is why their sales staff does not work on commission. They're not going to put any pressure on you to buy or sell a vehicle. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, the best in the business with things like the Built For You program, which you can find out more about at tworiversford.com. So what was the worst part of the Titans' loss today? Uh, Don DeWeese says no pressure from our defensive front. And listen, this because I, I know I understand that the that the first reaction of a lot of you guys, and myself included, right, is going to be for the quarterback, right? The quarterback who had four interceptions, the quarterback who struggled today, and there were some struggles on the part of Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying that Ryan Tannehill isn't most to blame for what happened, but the defense really, I mean, the defense allowed Tyrod Taylor and the Houston Texans to hang in this thing uh, as long as humanly possible. This is something I look at and say, man, this is just as disappointing a situation as you could possibly find. You look at this and say, I mean, this is a defense that has allowed them to continue to win games and make progress as far as this is concerned. And there just wasn't any kind uh any kind of juice in the first half they were giving up plays they weren't they weren't testing the defense deep but they were taking the short passes the underneath passes to rod taylor was making plays with his legs of course he ran for two touchdowns today there was a big part of and and the titans run defense certainly in the first half just didn't have any kind of teeth what i look at more than anything is that the defense allowed them to hang. This is multifaceted, right? There's not just one thing. But we're talking about the one thing that fell apart the most today for the Titans. The defense isn't blameless, but honestly, in setting up the Titans to try and make a, a late push, as they did and ultimately failed to do, the Titans, for their part, on defense, held to Rod Taylor and that Texans offense to four straight three and outs to try and keep teeing up their offense. Now, the offense kept peeing down its leg in different ways. There were penalties. There were, of course, turnovers. There were a lot of different wasted opportunities for the Tennessee Titans on offense. But when the defense needed to step up, understanding that the defense also played a role in allowing the Texans to stay in and ultimately win this game, the defense showed up in the second half, and made the plays that were necessary to make. Now, there were no turnovers today for the Titans' defense. There were no sacks today, which has been the best part of what the Titans have been able to do to generate that pressure. To Rod Taylor, made them look silly in a couple of different ways. He broke contain a couple times. They weren't able to maintain on him, and he was, of course, able to scramble for touchdowns. It's a less-than-ideal situation about what the Titans uh, about how the Titans kind of crumbled under this particular situation. There's here, I mean, the worst thing without question is the quarterback. The worst, the quarterback, it's the first time that Ryan Tannehill has thrown four interceptions in a single game. And we talked to Tannehill about this this afternoon. And, you know, it's just, it just boils down to they simply weren't good enough in any fashion today. Frustration level like Ryan when you are. Turnovers coming, 
stopping yourselves on other drives, and how do you kind of fight through it, and how do you feel like you guys did with that today? The attitude was good, you know. I think the belief was there. You know, we were moving the ball, the confidence was there. Um, we just felt like we just needed to get a score, and, and we'd be rolling. And uh, like I said, we moved the ball consistently pretty much the whole day, except for a couple drives, and just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. You just have to play cleaner football, um, taking care of the football, starting with me, and then you know clean up the details. You know where. Uh, penalties hurt us a couple situations. Short yardage situations uh, really hurt us where uh, you know, we weren't able to convert those short yardage situations a couple times. So um, a lot of things to clean up and, and look forward to getting back to work. So that's quarterback Ryan Tannehill on his struggles and the struggles of the offense. Frankly, it was a situation where uh, it was a situation where the offense looked as good as it has in a couple of weeks. It's just that they kept stepping on their own feet. They could not get out of their own way. It was consistently something that they struggled and worked through. It was something for the Titans that 420 yards of offense. Now, a lot of that came in, I don't know if you want to call it garbage time. I don't necessarily think that there was garbage time until the fourth interception. But the offense was moving the ball. They were running the ball better than they have in so, so long. Four interceptions, of course, damns them, as the title indicates. But there was something to the offense today that found ways to find. They were just working the ball down the field in better ways than they have in a couple of weeks. They uh, they had situations where they were getting explosive plays. They found ways to get guys open. And then, of course, the wide receiver situation just completely fell apart for them because Marcus Johnson and A.J. Brown both left with injuries today. Tier Tart got carted off the field again. I mean, there's a lot of stuff wrong with this football team that goes deeper than just the performance that you saw it on the field. But, like, for what they were, and I know there's a lot of complaints about play calling. I don't think this was Todd Downing's best day at all. But, again, they had 420 yards of offense. They were able to move the ball well. They converted on third downs. They haven't converted over 27% in the last two weeks of their third downs. They were 40% on their third downs today. There was a lot to take away and be like, all right, you're clearly finding advantageous matchups. Now do something with it. And they they poop themselves. Ryan Tannehill throwing the interceptions, and each interception is different. I think the last two, you know, I mean, the last – the the third one was the was the nail in the coffin, right? The third one was the one that killed them. And then the fourth one, you're just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, bleep it. Like it's done. There's nothing that you can do about it at this point because he threw the third one that ultimately killed you. Now, what I'll say to you is that I don't believe, even as as all this was, and it was bad. Make make no mistake, it was so, so bad today for the Tennessee Titans. I don't think that's what's most to blame for the Titans' struggles. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think is to blame for the Titans' struggles here in just a second, right after I remind you guys about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. This Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend coming up, and uh, by the way, shortened primetime week, shortened A to Z week, and shortened radio schedule. I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. But this Thanksgiving, be thankful for free bets. That's right, DraftKings. Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer. 
you can't miss. New customers bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. All DraftKings customers can also get in on a same-game parlay offer that's sweeter than Grandma's pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving Day. Free bet up to $25. If your same-game parlay doesn't win, DraftKings DraftKings is going to make sure that you get a free $25 bet. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win 100 bucks in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code A-Z-Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. Eight nine. Uh, apparently, there's a. Uh, am, am I having microphone issues? I didn't realize that I was having microphone issues, and I'm sorry that that is the case. I don't normally have mic issues, but I'll make sure that we get that corrected moving forward. Um, what I'll say to you about the Titans and the worst thing that I think what I think was worse today than anything else was the fact that again. The, uh, it's, uh, okay. The mic keeps buzzing. Well, I mean, I don't know really what to do at this point. I had to, (laughs) I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you this before we move on, because I had a, uh, I had a situation where Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham, who of course do the, uh, the pre halftime and post game show, they needed my mic cord. So I gave them my mic cord and I got one in return. And apparently the one that I got in return doesn't work as well as the one that I brought. So I'll have to switch that out and we'll just have to live with it for tonight's apologies for the issues. But what I'll say to you ultimately is this, that the injury report is the biggest reason that the Titans lost this football game today. There is a, uh, there is a situation for the Titans where there's 20 players on IR where Marcus Johnson and AJ Brown, um, AJ Brown, I think is probably going to miss some time moving forward which is unfortunate and I'll uh, we'll keep you guys updated as things progress but the injury report is the biggest reason why the Titans are taking these out I mean three healthy wide receivers Chester Rogers Nick Westbrook Akina and Des Fitzpatrick today were what they tried to beat the Houston Texans with uh, okay some of you are not having static issues so I don't know whether it's me or whether it's you I love you guys but you know there's only so much I can do in real time so um, the injury report is bad. Re- remember, Bud Dupree, unavailable today. You had Jackrabbit Jenkins, unavailable today. You had uh, you had A.J. Brown, unavailable today. I agree on that, but can't make excuses, Anthony Hill. It's not an excuse. Well, okay, Anthony, here's the deal, right? Because it can be an excuse, and it can be legitimate reason, right? Some excuses, you start to, you start to, it, every NFL team is dealing with injuries. But these, this team has more injuries than anybody in the sport. And Mike Vrabel is not making it, uh, making excuses because of injury. And Kevin Byard is not making the excuses. And hey, Ryan Tannehill, I'm making the excuses for them because I don't think this is an excuse. This is the most players that have been rostered and been active on a game day uh, than anywhere else in the league. North of 85, I think, at this point. It was 82 last week. I'd have to catch up with uh, Titans PR on the numbers, but this is, this is almost 85 players. Like they're 
approaching. 85 is the record, but Vrabel says next man up, says Anthony. What else is he supposed to say? He doesn't have a choice. It's not like they're doing something that's actively injuring their players. Of course, that's not the case. They have been through so many different players, and they have struggled through so many different injuries more than any team in football. Yes, you can look at this and say that there is probably some excuse-making to be made and that that's at a certain point you cannot you cannot consider the injuries. But guys, Tier Tart got carted off today. That's your starting nose tackle. A.J. Brown and Marcus Johnson, I don't know how long either of them are going to miss, but A.J.'s shoulder situation, they ruled it as a chest. Uh, it looked to me like his shoulder straight up got crunched, full contact on the sideline, and he was already dealing with a hand issue. I think that A.J. may miss some time. Julio Jones is on IR. Bud Dupree is on IR. I mean, you, there's just... I, it's, it's astonishing to me that it took them this long to have a game where they kind of fell on their face, right? Like, there's no way that they should have beaten the amount of teams and the caliber of teams that they did over the course of the previous six weeks. I, 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 I don't want to say that I've been waiting for this to happen to them, but to me, like, I, I didn't learn anything about the Tennessee Titans today. They're out of bodies. They're simply running out of bodies. And so when I say that the injury report is the biggest reason that they're struggling today, I truly do think, I truly, truly do think that this is a situation where they just, there's only so much that they can do. I don't think that you can excuse, I don't think that you can excuse anything about losing to a one-win football team, right? Because there was plenty of ways that they could have won this game and they ended up losing. But again, when you're running through the list of guys for this football team that you think are playing or that you think are the reason why the Titans are better than they actually are, well, it turns out the Titans aren't actually all that much better than any football team that they've played. They were two points better than the New Orleans Saints, and that's because the Saints got a penalty that backed them up on a two-point conversion. They very easily could have played for overtime or could have lost. Again, Tannehill's performance today was the worst he has had in his career, as far as turnovers are concerned, never had a four-interception game in his career. I went and looked it up. The last time he's even thrown three in a game, it was 2016 in a blowout loss in Week 13, and he was still quarterbacking the Miami Dolphins. This was against the Baltimore Ravens. There are so many injuries to key players, and even not just to the key players, but to the depth players as well. It's wild to me that it took them this long and that they made it six straight weeks without dropping a game because of all that they're missing. And so I'll say to you that it can be excuse, but it can also be completely valid. And it can also have been a long time in the making. Honestly, like I'm telling you guys, I really think that this is a situation where, uh, where um, they they've just fallen apart. They've just fall flat out fallen apart at this point. Uh, what I'll say ultimately is that it's not the only thing that you have to worry about today because the, the, the Colts won. The Colts won, the Bills lost. That's good for you if you're trying to hang on to the one seed. But damn, like there's just uh, there's just not a lot that you have to account for um, uh, at this point. And it's certainly happening in the division because now the Colts are over 500. And you're looking at a situation where you got to find ways to maintain at least for one more week until you hit your bye. 
So let's talk about that uh, on the other side. Here's the question that I have for you in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We can discuss together on A to Z Sports Prime Time who, uh, what I guess is, should the Titans fear the Colts right now? Should the Titans fear the Colts right now? I understand you don't play them again in the regular season, but do you have anything to fear from a 6-5 and five improving Colts team that didn't just improve, but beat the holy shit out of the Bills today. Like it was a, it was a, it was a beatdown. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. You're going to hear from him here in just a second. Do the Titans have anything to fear from the Indianapolis Colts? Give me your answer on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will talk about it at length right after I tell you about our friends at. Uh, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com is the place to be if you are trying to maximize your value, whether you're selling your home or whether you're trying to find your next one in the hottest real estate market in Nashville. Gary Ashton is the spot to, uh, to make sure that you are going to maximize your investment. Gary put me in an incredible position to succeed because of the way that I purchased my house, my first home through the Ashton. Well, not just through the Ashton, my first home ever. And I did it with Gary Ashton because nobody does it better than Gary. It's why he's the official real estate agent of the Titans. It's why he's the official real estate agent of the Predators. Gary Ashton is the best in the business. And you can find out more at GaryAshton.com. So, you st- you, this is the first AFC South loss that the Titans have suffered today. But the Colts are driving. Now, you own a sweep over them. Doesn't mean that you can't see them in a wild card spot and face them at some point in the playoffs. The question that I have for you is this. Give me your response, and we'll talk about it together. Should the Titans have anything to fear from the Indianapolis Colts? Um, of course we should fear the Colts, says James Henderson. That is the reason the Titans should go all in on every division rival. And James, this is this was my feeling as well. Because even as the division is, I mean, they should be able to still win the AFC South with not a lot of issues. Now, they've already lost to the Texans once, and that's who they close out their season with, right? That gives that game in Houston a lot more juice. Now, you hope. If you're a Titans fan, that at that point they can have more health, that they can have more players, that this could be close to the return of Derrick Henry potentially based on what our friend Diana Rossini is reporting. But they have enough lead on the Colts in the division, but that doesn't mean that the Colts can't find their way into the wild card situation. They've already they've already pushed themselves back into the in-the-hunt graphic. Bills, the Bills are reeling right now. And the Patriots are only gaining ground in division. So at this point, do you have anything to fear from the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, Jackie Holbert says, no, I think the Bills were a bit overrated and they have stumbled back to reality. The Pats will win that division. Fear the Pats and the Ravens. Ravens with uh, just barely squeaking out a win over the Chicago Bears. But they did not have Lamar Jackson today, who was apparently uh, dealing with some health issues. Is it a two-game lead in the division? Yes, it is a two-game lead in the AFC South, including a sweep over the Indianapolis Colts. Today was the first divisional loss that the Titans have suffered, and it comes against an opponent that you shouldn't, you can't afford to lose to, but it's a bad job 
all around. Tony N says Taylor did start the last game against us, only had 70 yards. Well, and listen, the, the Titans were have been they were seventh against the run coming into today. And Tarod and this this mish mix matched backfield for the Houston Texans of Rex Burkhead and Philip Lindsay and a bunch of dudes that have been around the league for a long time. Uh, David Johnson, they were able to move the ball efficiently. They were getting the Titans were getting run on in a way that they haven't this year. So yes, I mean there are some ways that you match up well with the Colts. And again, you wouldn't see them until a potential wild card weekend game. But I'll say to you ultimately that you should fear them finding their way back into this conversation because Jonathan Taylor had five damn touchdowns today. All right, fellas, hey, I know we got a long way to go, but oh my goodness! Yeah! You know I don't like to show too much emotion. You know I don't like to show too much emotion. But when, when you guys play like that, oh my goodness, in all three phases, it was complete domination in all three phases. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. All I got to say is that plane is going to be real heavy going back. So that is Jonathan Taylor, five total touchdowns for the Colts running back and just an absolute beatdown. It was like 41-15 against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we just, Tony N says, we just shat the bed this game. We need to get healthy, especially at receiver. Brian Van Buskirk, forgive me, Brian, if I mispronounced your last name, says the only thing we have going for us about the Colts is Wentz is absolute garbage. And listen, Carson, but here's the thing, Brian, like, yeah, sometimes Carson Wentz is going to have to do more than he did today. But a lot of times with that kind of running game and defense, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. They have won games. They have won games with Carson Wentz doing precious little. And again, I say to you that you would have, for, for if I was a Titans fan, if I was a fan of this team and understanding that before today, before losing today, uh, my team had a three-game lead in the division, I would still want the Colts to take an L because they are good enough to cause you problems if you see them again. And you would rather the Colts be dead and buried and worry about a Bills team that's clearly flawed or a Chiefs team that does seem to be finding their way and finding their foothold again, but really not something that is all that is all that threatening. That Derrick Henry comes back. 
Caleb Gray on Facebook makes a really good point. He says the Colts are literally built the exact same way as the top. There's some differences on defense. The, the what they like to do on defense is different. Um, and but the offense is very much predicated on running the ball, play action pass, protecting, you know, maximizing the efficiency of the quarterback. And that's exactly what the Colts are able to do with Jonathan Taylor still in their lineup. And without Derrick Henry, it's been a real struggle for the Titans to do the same. So my answer would be, yeah, I would fear the Colts as long as they're as long as they're anywhere close to that in the hunt graphic. They are truly, truly, truly problematic. All right, let's wrap this thing up uh, f- for you on a Sunday and let you enjoy the rest of your weekend. The question that I'm asking you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch is this. We'll pivot to some NBA before we do. This is a free site. We haven't talked any NBA at all. The question that I have for you is this. How many times do you think LeBron James has been ejected in his career? Let me know in the comment section. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. How many times do you think LeBron James has been ejected in his career? I will give you the answer and we'll show you the latest here in just a second, right after I tell you about Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac is the best in the business. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky to make sure that they are servicing a wide area. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical, the best in the business. Their main location in Clarksville. Let them know if you have any issues, whether it's heating or cooling, commercial or residential, Brymac has you covered. How many times has LeBron James been ejected? Uh, not a LeBron fan, not enough Sistonian. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Jamie Hell says LeBron has been ejected two times. Will Dodson Jr. says once. I wish he would have been knocked out tonight, says Cody Holger. Well, I haven't seen the game, but I saw the highlight of LeBron getting ejected for only the second time in his career, and it came against Isaiah Stewart, who apparently is a player for the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> All right, so Isaiah Stewart just straight up chased him down, and apparently LeBron, like, poked him in the eye. Second time that LeBron has been ejected in his career. I mean, I would not be – there's, like, six people who have to get in the way of Isaiah Stewart. In fact, I want to watch that back. It's some some yards after contact that even Derrick Henry would be impressed by. Two ejections for LeBron James in his career, and one of them coming tonight. Now, Jason Lampkins and and Cody Holzer hate the NBA, hate basketball, whatever. I don't care. I love basketball. It's my favorite sport. And it's basketball is a hell of a lot more aesthetically pleasing than what I watched on this field behind me today. But we will see what Mike Vrabel has to say tomorrow. We will carry that press conference live for you. We'll talk about it all day long on the radio show on 104.5 The Zone. 10 to 1 is when my show starts, and we'll have all kinds of great content for you before I ship off to Boston 
to cover the Titans and the Patriots next Sunday in Foxborough. Uh, a critical game coming down to the wire because if the Patriots win, they have their eighth win of the season. If the Titans win, they can maintain and they can get a grip on their sixth consecutive winning season, which is quite impressive, but they need to do it with a bunch of different guys. And it doesn't seem like a lot of these dudes are going to be available against the Pats. We'll talk again tomorrow night on primetime. We are on Sunday, which we've done, Monday and Tuesday this week, radio Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So three primetime shows, three radio shows for you this week. We'll still have a 615 Sessions podcast on Friday. There'll still be an install with Greg Cosell on Wednesday. A lot of great content. I wrote an article at A2ZSports.com you can check out. Enjoy what remains of your weekend. We'll talk to you. If not on the radio tomorrow at 10 a.m., tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. See you guys then.